Welcome to the latest episode of the Edgar Rice Burroughs Mini Podcast. These short podcasts are meant to supplement the full-length episodes that I do along with Jess Terrell and Scott Stewart, in which we generally discuss one of Burroughs' novels in detail. Right now, we're using the mini-podcast to do a chapter-by-chapter analysis of the 1912 novel Tarzan of the Apes. My name is Tim DeForest. I'm the author of several books on subjects such as uh, uh, pulp magazines and old-time radio, and I keep a blog about such things at comics, old-time radio, and other cool stuff. Now, today, we're going to be talking about Chapter 23, titled Brother Man. Please note that I will be including spoilers, both for this novel and for occasionally later novels in the series. I also recommend that you reread this chapter before listening to the podcast, as I will be assuming that you're familiar with the events in them as I talk about them. Now, in this chapter, I really enjoy how Burroughs continues to think through the internal logic of the novel. Little details, like Darno's reasonable but inaccurate deduction that Tarzan might be a deaf mute, and the Porter Party's continued assumption that Tarzan and the Forest Man are two different people adds verisimilitude to the plot. I think it also continues to imply that Tarzan has a genius-level intellect, as his ability to teach himself to read and write from books, from the books he examined is shown to be so remarkable that this possibility simply doesn't occur to anyone. Darno's injuries, which prevent Tarzan from leaving him alone for an extended period of time, or carrying him to the beach, is an effective plot device, both allowing time for Tarzan for Darno to teach his new friend French, and a reason why they didn't realize the Porter Party had sailed off with the French ship. It's also a nice touch that Darno chooses to teach Tarzan French first, only to have to soldier through the difficulties they run into, because syntax and grammar is different than, than the written English Tarzan already knows. It's a reasonable mistake for Darno to make, and it's yet another nice touch to make the plot seem real. For many of us who are fans of Burroughs' work, this, there is a portion of our brains where we think of his works as history rather than as fiction, that same part of our brain that thinks of Sherlock Holmes or other classic heroes as real. Small details like this are an important part of creating that veneer of realism. Orson Welles once referred to Sherlock Holmes as a man who never lived but will never die. The same can be said of Tarzan. This chapter includes perhaps the most key moment in Tarzan's character development, as his reaction to Jane's departure leaves him bitter and he momentarily abandons Darno. But as the novel tells us, this leads him to a a confirmation of his self-image that he is a man and not an ape. Quoting from the novel, Tarzan paused in his flight. Who are you, Tarzan? He asked aloud. An ape or a man? If you are an ape, you will do as apes would do. Leave one of your own kind to die in the jungle if it suited your whim to go elsewhere. If you are a man, you will return to protect your kind. You will not run away from one of your own people because one of them has run away from you. End quote. I think it's important to note that Tarzan has decided that a man, the definition of a man, is someone who does the morally correct thing. And that, I think, is awesome. Burroughs does repeat the sort of mistake um, of having Tarzan being able to write his name, despite the fact that he would not be able to spell phonetically. In fact, he can magically write out the names Terzog, Numa, and Tantor as well. As I mentioned in an earlier chapter, I don't know if Burroughs simply didn't think of this, or if he consciously ignored it, 
for an improved dramatic flow in his prose. In either case, I think he was right in that the prose does flow better using Tarzan rather than white skin and Terzog rather than broken nose. Because so, so it's a forgivable break from reality. Now the chapter ends with a nifty cliffhanger, and I think it's likely that a lot of readers guessed that Darnot had just took a shot at Tarzan without realizing it. Well, that's it for now. Uh, once again, my name is Tim DeForest. Please visit my blog at Comics, Old Time Radio, and other cool stuff. You can find a link to my Amazon.com author page there. And uh, just keep an ear out for future episodes of both the mini-podcast and our full-length uh, podcast. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing, we would appreciate it if you take a moment to leave uh, a review on iTunes. So thank you for listening.